ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله تريدن وي اون المبهم المبهم من it basically means somebody who is not named that could be in the chain of narration or it could be in the text itself in fact the hadith we just done the second version of it that's a mubham in there it is a mubham in the matan mubham in the matan isn't as important uh, there are reasons why you would still want to find out who the mubham in the matan is uh, for example, the scholars, they say, what if the narration, the text, is talking about that mubham having done something bad? You want to now find out who the mubham is, so you can remove any doubt that it was one of the sahaba, etc., anything like that. So you can establish and uh, uh, ascertain that it was a munafiq, for example, or something. You don't want to have doubts in your mind that this mubham was a Sahabi or anything like that. So you may want to know who the Mubham is just to clear doubt about the narration. You may want to know who the Mubham is because that particular Mubham in the narration has virtues mentioned about him. That Ja'a Rajulun and this man, the Prophet said to him X, Y, and Z, all virtues for him. So you want to know who this man is who was given all these virtues by the Prophet So you can find out about this man and his virtues so there are different reasons why you would still want to know about the mubham in the matan. In the isnad though obviously is the key issue because that's going to determine the authenticity from the weakness of a narration. Um, here to be honest there's a lot of detail. The sheikh goes into a lot of detail regarding the mubham in the chains of narration. In the simplest sense the mubham if it's going to be at the level of the sahaba so a tabi'i says, I heard from a companion X, Y, and Z. But it doesn't tell you who the companion is. The mubham is a companion. Is there any issue of adala here? Establishing the thiqa-ness? Not at all. Sahaba, all of them, udul. So that issue doesn't exist there. The issue that does exist though, if a tabi'i says, I heard from a companion, not I heard, because like we said, there are two ways to narrate, two overall ways. One method is where you are narrating in a way which indicates direct, a direct hearing or a direct transfer. The other method doesn't indicate by necessity a direct transfer of the information from the person you are claiming to, got, to have got it from. Like an. An does not necessitate a direct transfer. So now they say, if a tabi'i says, I heard from a sahabi X, Y, and Z, then that, in terms of the thiqa-ness of the mubham, isn't an issue, sahabi. In terms of the chain being muttasil or not, is the only issue. Is the chain considered muttasil or not? It is. So in that case, they say, if a tabi'i says, I heard from a man from the companions, the tabi'i is not known for tadlis, etc., none of those issues, then yes, that can be considered as muttasil. 
What if the Tabi'i says, عَنْ رَجُلٍ مِنَ الصَّحَابَةِ Considered as muttasil or not? Alright, so there are two opinions over it. One opinion of the scholars, I think all of it is here. <coughs> One opinion of the scholars is that it is, it is all here, it's on page... Um, 100 yeah. That's the Sahaba one huh? yeah. So it tells you there First opinion That it is not accepted As muttasil Because it is possible The tabi'i heard From another tabi'i Who heard from that companion And who knows who the other tabi'i was Maybe there was somebody, maybe there, who was it, what's going on now, it's becoming complicated. So therefore, they do not consider it as muttasil. Because this tabi'i is narrating from this other tabi'i. Did this tabi'i live at the same time as the other tabi'i? Did that tabi'i hear from the sahabi? Now we're getting into complications. So they don't accept it for that reason. The second opinion though is that it can be accepted. If the tabi'i is clear from the issues of tadlis, they say if he's clear from the issues of tadlis, no issue on that field, he says, An rajulin min sahaba then we can take it. We can take his narration as being muttasil and take his word for it as connection. No tadlis around him. He's saying he heard it from the companion, so we'll take it he heard it from the companion. Which of the two opinions is going to be acceptable and or which of the two is stronger? First, generally, is going to be stronger because if a tabi'i says an, one of the sahaba, an is not one of the methods of transference of information that is indicating direct connection. It can have some detours within it and with that possibility of detours, it is safer, therefore, to declare the hadith as not being muttasil. You cannot basically guarantee that it's muttasil. You can't guarantee it. But then they do have some discussions about what if it is a senior tabi'i, one of the major senior tabi'in, says an somebody from the Sahaba. There isn't much doubt about Mu'asara, one of the serious uh, senior elder tabi'in. No doubt he was... Uh, uh, alive at the time of the Sahaba Mu'asara isn't an issue Tadis is not an issue with this particular Tabi'i Is there really any reason Not to make it Mutasil Many of the scholars Say not really in that case then A senior Tabi'i No Tadis surrounding him He's connecting it to a Sahabi Really there isn't much grounds To reject that they say But that's with the senior Tabi'in if it was from the lower tabi'in, now you're opening up a bigger time gap as well. And as a consequence, opening up more of a possibility of the tabi'i having heard via somebody to the sahabi, via another tabi'i to a sahabi, via maybe two more tabi'in to that sahabi. The longer the time gap gets, the more of that possibility opens up. So with the sahaba, it's not an issue of the adala of the mubham. It's just an issue of whether you're going to call the chain of narration muttasil or not. 
What if the Mubham is one of the Tabi'een? Now you have both issues. Tabi'een, the Adala issue is active. The Ittisal issue, definitely active also now. So when it comes to the Tabi'een, both issues become issues. Because with the Tabi'een, you don't know who this Tabi'i was. You don't know what his level was, whether he was thiqa, whether he was not, whether he had issues with Tadlis himself, whether not, whether he was thiqa in certain mashaykh and not in others, all those things we discussed before, whether he was thiqa when he wrote and not from his chest, whether he was thiqa in one land, not in another. All types of things may come up regarding the thiqa-ness or the adala of that tabi'i. So that's an issue now we don't know. On top of that, the connection is definitely going to become an issue also now with a tabi'i missing because clearly this other lower tabi'i didn't get it directly from the sahabi. There is somebody missing. There is a clear break there. Ittisal is definitely an issue now. So if it's from the sahaba, adala isn't an issue. It's just the ittisal you got to look into. If it's from the tabi'i level, now both of them become an issue. But again, they do uh, uh, talk about the levels of the tabi'een. And if it was a major tabi'i being missed out, that the grades become, there are different grades. But because it is known from some of the tabi'een at least, that they used to have a lot of marasil, the mursal narrations. Because of that, it has to be given caution. The narrations that have the ibham in them, in the chain of narration from the tabi'i level downwards, it's always, almost always going to be put down as a break in the chain of narration. Then you cannot determine who that mubham is. The person is majhul, majhul al-ain. You don't know who that individual is. That's ibham, mubham. There are ways to work out who the mubham is. You may be able to work it out from looking at various other chains of narration and paths to the hadith. There may be ways of looking into the mashaykh and the students of particular scholars. Sometimes a particular narrator may only have one sheikh. And he says, An rajulin. You go to his biography, he's only got one sheikh. Khalas, you know exactly, he read it straight away. There may be instances where there are other ways to work it out. The time frames. He may say that he narrated this hadith at a particular time. And he's a person whereby all of his mashayikh had died before that time except one. So now you know it's got to be that one. There are ways to work it out possibly sometimes who the mubham is. There are books written on that field. On the field of the mubham, the ibham in the narrations, full books just on that topic. Narrations of the mubhamat and working out who they are. That is basically the definition of it. There's a lot of detail here. The sheikh gives examples and all types of things regarding the mubham, but uh, really sufficient to know what the mubham is. Uh, it's enough. After that, uh, what's next? Uh, Al-Ali wal-Nazil. That's simple enough. Finish that off today as well. وَكُلُّ مَا قَلَّتْ رِجَالُهُ عَلَى وَضِدُّهُ ذَاكَ الَّذِي قَدْ نَزَلَى The chain of narration that is high, it is Ali, means that it is longer or shorter. Shorter. The shorter the chain of narration, the higher it is. It is a sunnah of the muhaddithin to try and get the high, meaning the short chains of narration. 
the long or the, the nazil, meaning the chain of narration that drops, it's low down. It means that there are lots of people in the chain of narration. That's the high and the low. There can be an absolute type of high and low, and there can be a relative type of high and low. The absolute high and low, that you have got the shortest chain of narration for that hadith anywhere. You've got the shortest possible chains available there. There could be a relative type of short chain of narration, which is that through a particular sheikh, that is a short chain of narration. So you're narrating from, maybe for example, via Al-Imam Al-Bukhari. Al-Imam Al-Bukhari has some thulathiyat. Maybe you're the fourth person in that chain. So you've only got Al-Imam Al-Bukhari and then three others above. If you narrate the same hadith outside of Al-Imam Al-Bukhari from some other way, it becomes six people. So via, oh no, sorry. Via some other ways, you may be able to get it as, as a thulathi yourself. But via Al-Imam Al-Bukhari now, that, but you haven't got the other one. So you've got this chain of narration via Al-Imam Al-Bukhari. For you, it is an Ali chain of narration. But there are others, could be shorter, you don't have those. So relatively speaking, you have certain chains of narration that are Ali. There could be other ways, certain uh, books. You have chains of narration through certain, uh, the Kutub uh, al-Sunnah, normally they talk about Al-Imam Al-Bukhari, Muslim, etc., Via certain imams, you have short chains of narration. Via others besides them, they are long. Or via certain imams, you have long chains of narration. Via others, they would be short. So it's a relative thing. Maybe in a, a particular country. In your country, via those particular narrators, only four people and you get to the hadith. In other countries, you can get it via two. In your country, that is considered as the Ali chain of narration. But in other countries, it would be considered long. Al-Imam al-Bukhari, he has, what is the shortest chains of narration that Imam al-Bukhari has? Thulathiyat. Three people. Ibn Majah also has Thulathiyat. How many does Al-Imam al-Bukhari have? My homework's going to be to verify these figures. How many does Al-Imam Al-Bukhari have? 22. What's there? 22 for Al-Imam Al-Bukhari. Ibn Majah, 5. Mughallas, what's his name? Mughallas what? Jabara ibn al-Mughallas Or is it Mughallas ibn Jabara? Ikhtilaf, mushkila No, Mughallas, what's his name? Ibn Majah, Ibn Majah, the Thulathiyat of Ibn Majah I don't think it's Ibn Majah It's something Mughallas Because we've been in Nelson before Who else has Thulathiyat? Al-Nasai Some of them don't have thulathiyat. From the Kutub al-Sitta, at least three of them, Jabbar ibn Mughallis, 
and, and he's actually متكلم فيه as well so it's a problem those thalathiyat of Ibn Majah the uh, others some of them don't have it some of the kutub al-sitta they don't have thalathiyat I don't remember which ones though Muslim Abu Dawud and Nasai don't have them, so their minimum is going to be the Ruba'iyat. There is a Thuna'i one. Who has the Thuna'iyat? Imam Malik. Does he mention how many there? He's got there? He has two? No, no, no. He doesn't mention how many. So Imam Malik, he died in the year. One seven nine. So he died in one seven nine, which means for him to get only two people between him and the Prophet, and they would have been old, but it is possible. It is, it is possible. It is possible. In fact, that reminds me of the Ali and the Nazil. It can be on age as well. It can be on age. The Ali and Nazil can be upon age. So, for example, now <coughs> you have a sheikh. A real life example now, you have, for example, a Sheikh Al Fawzan. Tomorrow, somebody goes to Umrah. Brother goes on Umrah, brings back all the barakah. He goes to Sheikh Al Fawzan and he hears some narration. He hears some statement of the Sheikh. Comes back and says, Yeah, I heard a Sheikh Al Fawzan say that uh, uh, whatever, whatever is halal or haram or something. He mentioned some statement. So he's got the chain of narration direct from Sheikh Al Fawzan. I, for example, or somebody uh, uh, old, heard that exact same statement from a Sheikh Al Fawzan 60 years ago. When the Sheikh was still a young man, he was just starting teaching, or at university days, he made the same statement 60 years ago. Somebody comes along and says, I heard that from the Sheikh 60 years ago. His chain is now considered higher than his, even though they are actually in figures. The same. It can also be done if he now says he heard, for example, from me, from Sheikh Al Fawzan. So he's got that chain. He heard from me, from Sheikh Al Fawzan. Another person comes along and says he heard from, uh, for example, a Sheikh Al Luhaydan from a Sheikh Al Fawzan, for example. Now, the same number in the chain of narration, one man to Sheikh Fawzan in both. But your chain is higher than mine. Because your chain, in fact, it would be better with a death. So you say, for example, I heard from a Sheikh Al-Uthaymeen from a Sheikh Al-Fawzan. Your chain is now higher than mine, even though the numbers are the same. Because the person, the Sheikh you heard from, died earlier before the Mashaykh in my chain of narration. If the mashaykh in your chain of narration died earlier than the mashaykh in my chain of narration, yours is considered higher than mine, which is considered lower. So in age, that happens as well. But that's, that's, uh, that's all the Ali and the Nazil is. The Ali and the Nazil. Uh, if you have a short chain of narration, three people in it, but there's a weakness, a slight weakness in it. And you have another one, four people in it, but thiqa, 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 thiqa. Which one is better to have? From the from the Bible, 
Absolutely. So having the full thiqa chain, that's superior to the Ali chain. So it's not to be misunderstood because the muhaddithin you see in the books and the uh, science of hadith everywhere, the sunnah of the muhaddithin to find the Ali narrations. Yes, generally. But if the Ali narration has weaknesses in it, then the nazil one is superior. So it doesn't mean that you, you give precedence to the Ali over everything, regardless of authenticity even. That is not the case. That's what they say about the five of Ibn Majah, his thulathiyat. All of them have an issue because the narrator he goes via for all five of them. Is mutakallam fihi. Alright, so we'll have to leave it there. Inshallah, carry on from that next week.